Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Dent, 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 dent. Dun, dun, dun. The eye of the tiger. Dun, dun, dun. And welcome back to Mindset Monday. I'm Gene Zanetti, your coast-to-coast mindset coach, bringing you the best available wrestling-specific mindset information anywhere in the world, wrestling mindset. Okay, we have our new location up here. We have our new, um, our new setup. We have Facebook Live actually directly from the TV. I'm trying to see if this is the mirror reflection. Yeah, this is my right hand. This is my left hand. It appears to be, I guess it looks, yeah, I guess that is my left hand from your angle. All right, so we're ready to roll. Just getting back from the Olympic Training Center this past week. We worked with the, with the Greco team and the women's team. Really an unbelievable experience. Um, really nothing like you've ever seen before. We, we, brought, we went in there, brought a lot of heat. The coaches loved it. The athletes loved it. And, and it's really just getting them organized with their mindset. And it's just, it's sad, but like USA Wrestling just doesn't, you know, or USA Sports doesn't have really specific mindset training, um, just generally speaking, they just don't have it. It's more of a general program. Things are just usually more of a damage control. And here comes wrestling mindset. We have a very structured program, very specific. We've done this with Michigan when they had half their team were all Americans. Iowa State, when Coven Gadsden won the NCAAs, our, our Division II team, St. Cloud State, two-time defending NCAA champions. Um, a lot of stuff. Rutgers qualified all 10 of their guys for the, for the uh, NCAAs last year, one of the three teams in the country to do it. Uh, countless ranked wrestlers in high school and college all around the country. So it's really great stuff. And, you know, we're real excited to be bringing that to the Olympic team. And we're going to be giving you one of the top lessons that we taught them, one of the biggest things that they liked. And it actually had to do with, we were talking about the predator and prey mindset. And one of the things I always discuss with that predator prey mindset, one of the things you focus on is your effort right? We say effort, attitude, and aggressiveness. Well, if you, if you look at your effort, we say there's 
you have a question that you always have to answer. Am I going to go all out or am I going to hold back? I've heard Dr. Gilbert talk about this a lot in the success hotline. He'd say, you have a big decision to make in every, in every situation in life. Am I going to go all out or am I going to hold back? Well, you want to make the decision, obviously, to go all out. Great athletes, great wrestlers, highly successful people, they go all out. Well, you know, I, I explained that when I was talking to the Olympic team. I probably gave the same predator-prey mindset speech probably 60 times in the last two months. I don't know if it's exactly 60, but a, a lot of times I've given the same predator-prey speech over and over and over. So I have to make a choice. Am I going to go all out when I deliver it, or am I going to hold back? Well, you know, you've got to go all out. It would be really easy to sit back and say, yeah, predator and prey. We've talked about this before. Make sure you follow through. No, no, no. I got to get into character. I got to be excited about it. If I'm not excited about it, you're not going to be excited about it. So I have to bring heat every single time when I give my presentations. Anytime I speak to a team, no matter how many times I've gone over this lesson, which have been over and over and over with not only the teams, but also with you know the, the um, countless individuals we have doing the programs. So one of the coaches actually asked me the um, one of the, the um, one of the Greco coaches, who is an Olympic champ, actually asked, you know, how do how do I get the passion to go all out? And I talked about going all out or holding back. He said, you give this presentation over and over. How do you bring the same kind of intensity day in and day out? How do you bring the same kind of energy? And I said, really, what it comes down to is one of our worksheets. Any of our wrestlers on this call who are doing our program understand goal setting week one, and goal setting week one is identifying your long term goal. And we know that's pretty basic. Everyone knows having a long-term goal, that's an important thing. But I think what really separates wrestling mindset from anything else out there, we focus much more on your purpose. So part one of, of goal setting week one is identifying what your long-term goal is. Well, part two, the much more important part, is knowing your reason why. So when I talked to that coach who was an Olympic champ, I said, you know, I know my purpose. And, and my purpose, and no one has to believe what I, what I believe. I'm not trying to push my beliefs on anyone else. But I strongly believe that my purpose is to glorify God with my life. And I believe this is my calling, that I'm supposed to be helping people in this capacity with their mindset, uh, delivering a positive message, helping people succeed, and living a successful and, more importantly, a, fr a fruitful life. So teaching people how to, how to live a good life, reach their goals, and glorify God in their lives. That's my purpose. So when I know that, it gives me much more energy. It gives me, it gives me um, that extra positivity, that oomph, that push, that motivation to deliver that message strong every single time. You know, obviously everyone has goals. We have our, just like we used to have our wrestling goals, we wanted to be state and national champions. Well, guess what? Now we have our business goals. We want to have a worldwide, massively successful business. Of course we do. But that goal has got to be secondary to my purpose. I have to know why I'm doing it. And if you're just doing your goal for the money or for the recognition of people, if you're trying to be a state champ or national champ and you're just doing it for recognition, to prove yourself to other people, that's going to run out. That's going to run out. You have to have a great purpose. So I actually learned about this from one of my, one of my business books, actually, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And it was one of those bestsellers and a mindset change on how, you, how, you know, the, how to think like an entrepreneur, how to think like the mega rich people. So it, I guess they kind of hook you with, it, with, with that idea of, hey, I want to get rich. I want to be massively successful. And then in the book, he actually talks about, he says, you can't, you can't just want to be rich. And I, you could relate this to any sport. You can't just want to be a state champ or just a national champion because of the accolades. You have to have a purpose. He talks about a mission. He's like having a spiritual reason. And I think about the movie Vision Quest. 
what a perfect name for what we're talking about tonight. What's, what's your quest that you're on? What's your vision? Arnold Schwarzenegger talks about that too. He says, you've got to have your vision. Sorry, I don't, I've, I've never been to Austria. I don't really know the accent that well. But nonetheless, you have to have your vision. You have to have your purpose. You have to have um, that quest. And I'll tell you, after I delivered that message, and I guess we deliver these messages over and over to all these teams and all these individuals, sometimes we might lose sight of how powerful and how effective they really are. And, you know, about four or five wrestlers came over to us afterwards and said, man, that was great. You know, that, that, that was unbelievable, talking about your purpose. Because, you know, sometimes we get so wrapped up in the sport, and I get it, I was there too, and so were my brothers. We get so wrapped up in the sport and so wrapped up in our goals that we forget why we're doing it, and then all of a sudden there's too much pressure on us. We get scared, we get nervous, we hesitate. And it's just so important we know why we're doing what we're doing. You know, and it can't just be about wrestling. In fact, um, when we spoke to Bergen Catholic last year before the state tournament, now they were four-time defending state champs. They had about, about four or five guys who were returning individually to be state champs that year. And, and when we went in, we said this exact lesson the week, like about three days, maybe two days before the state tournament, we said wrestling has to be the icing on the cake. Wrestling cannot be the cake. In other words, you don't just define yourself who I am is much more than my wrestling career. Wrestling is like the icing on the cake. And again, as we get better and better in the sport, we start identifying more and more with ourselves as a wrestler. Now, it's not saying that's bad. Of course, wrestling can be a big part of your life. And if you're going to be successful, wrestling's got to be a big part of your life. But it can't define you. So no matter if you're a state champ, uh, you know, a national champ, an Olympic champ, that doesn't make you a better or worse person. You're still the same person with the same morals, the same values. You know, your family and friends don't change. You're you. And I remember, I actually remember um, Anthony Ashnall talking about this before going for his fourth state title um, to be a four-time undefeated New Jersey state champ. And, and he said that. He said, you know, if you lose, you, you still have the same family and friends. You're still the same person. And then I think back to Jordan Burroughs, and he said a very similar thing. Uh, before the 2012 Olympics, uh, you know, the one before this last one, um, he said, if you lose, he's like, if I lose, you know, it's all part of God's plan. He's like, it's just, um, you know, I'm, I'm more than wrestling, right? And, and thank God that, that he had that because then losing in 2016, it doesn't diminish him as a person. It doesn't make him worse because, he, you know, he lost in, in 2016. He's still him. So, again, the, the Olympic wrestlers, they love this lesson. And, and I, I know you will, too. It's just so important because we get so wrapped up in the moment that we feel like we have to do well in wrestling. And any time we tell ourselves, I have to do well, I must do well, I should do well, you know, our, our identity gets caught up in that and it leads us to all kinds of problems. I mean, listen to some, even some top wrestlers actually have this, have this really off. If you listen to some, interview, some interviews and they're saying, you know, wrestling was everything, like I had to win, like this is all I got. And, and we look at that sometimes and we're like, man, that's awesome, that's intense. But really when you think about it, that's sad. That's not what it's all about. You know, you want to know that you're, you're more than the sport that you partake in. Okay, so, and again, so that lesson went really well with the Olympians, and I think that's something that you're going to really want to think about. So know your purpose, whatever it is. If you want to be a varsity wrestler, why? Okay, maybe it's because, you know, you want to challenge yourself. You want to push yourself uh, beyond all of your limitations. You want to do things you didn't think were possible. Right, those are having a good purpose. That, that's having a good purpose. You know, um, 
doing doing it to, to serve God, doing it because, you know, I, I want to be the best that I can be because I love overcoming challenges, because I love pushing myself. That's a good purpose, right? It can't just be, yeah, it, it's good to want to have your goal, but why are you doing it? Why? That's going to give you that extra, that's going to light that fire. And you've probably heard the quote before that says that if you have a big enough reason why, you'll figure out how. So have your reason why. Anyone can say they have a goal, and that's great. We want you to have goals. But the best people have a purpose. They have a mission. So what is your why? If you take anything from this call, that's what it is. Make sure you take some time now. Write it down on paper. What's your long-term goal in wrestling, and why do you want to accomplish it? One more good example I could think of, you know, in your career. Why do you want to have a certain career? Like some people may say they want to be a doctor. Great. That's a great goal. Why? Okay, some people might want to be a doctor because they make a lot of money. And then another person might want to be a doctor because they want to save lives. They want to promote health and wellness. They want to change the world. So I ask you, which doctor do you want to go to? The guy who's just doing it to make a lot of money or the one who's trying to change lives, the one, the one who save lives and change the world and promote health and well-being? You see where I'm coming from? The, those, those tangible things that we get, they're, they're good. Like it's, it's great to have the success, you know, the medals and the brackets and all that stuff. And then your career is the money. But if we don't have our reason why, we're not going to have that extra oomph. We don't have that, um, that premium gas. You know, you go to the gas station. If you were driving around a Ferrari or a Lamborghini, you're, not gonna, you're probably not going to put in, you know, regular. You're going to put in premium. So you've got to fuel yourself with premium fuel. Your premium fuel is your why. So know what that is, write down your goal, write down your why. Simple, simple lesson. Do it for wrestling and also do it for school. Any of our lessons we talk about with wrestling mindset, you can and should be applying to the rest of your life. Again, as we said, and I told this to the Olympians again, we said, hey, your wrestling career, let's say you're an Olympic champ. Great. You're, you know, you're what, 25, 30 years old? 30 years old, you're Olympic champ. Okay, now, you know, assuming you're trying to make 100 years, you have 60, 70 years to live. So, all you're going to, so you're going to always keep going back to the Olympics. You're always going to think back to years ago, right? Your life is going to, be, is going to go on. Other things are going to happen. So you've got to have your purpose. It would be very sad if you just reached your athletic goal and then that's it. So have a reason why you're doing what you're doing. That's the big secret of successful people. All right. That being said, let's get, the, um, let's get our callers. Any questions we have about this topic or any other topic, if you're on the conference call, you could press star one right now. Press star one, and I'll answer any of your questions. We have a couple minutes. We can do this. I have my coffee, which is a little cold by now, but that's okay. We're not complaining. I'm thankful for the opportunity to have a cup of coffee. Again, our spiritual strength call is going to be at 10 p.m. Eastern time. So in about, about 45 minutes, we'll be doing the same thing with our spiritual strength call. But any calls any for Mindset Monday right now? Star one, any questions? I know we're at the heart of the season, and we're really picking things up right now. A lot of great things, and honestly, this is a great lesson for this time of year because it's very easy to lose sight of our why. We just start thinking about winning and success and gold medals and, and our outcome goals. Know your why. You'll be way less nervous, way more likely to succeed. You know, If you're the one wrestling, one person's wrestling just to win a title, and the other guy's wrestling to win a title, but more importantly... It's because he wants to challenge himself to, to reach a goal, to set out for a goal and reach it, to, to um, 
push himself further than he ever thought was possible to break through his limitations, that's, that's going to be a tough guy to beat because they want to go all out every single match. That predator mindset, effort, attitude, and aggressiveness. I'm going to wrestle 100%. I'm going to have a positive attitude the whole time. The way I represent myself is more important than winning. That's a purpose. We talk about that story a lot. We were working with Edinburgh, uh, Cliff Moore being the assistant coach. He, he was an NCAA champ back in 2001 or 2002, something like that, 2003, 2004, whatever it was. And he got it. He was winning a match three to two with a minute left, something like that. And he kept going after the man, winning by a point in the NCAA finals. Ask yourself, what would my, what would my mindset be if I was in the state finals or the NCAA finals? And I was winning by a point with one minute left. If you're like most people, they say, circle, nothing stupid, you know, one minute and I'm a champ, right? Well, his attitude was keep going, get another takedown, get one more. And sure enough, with 15 seconds left, he got one more and he became an NCAA champ. Instead of winning three to two, he won five to two. And when we worked with Edinburgh, I asked him, I took the opportunity. I said, hey, why, how did you, how did you do that? What was your mental edge when you were out there? And he said, it was always more important to him how he wrestled, how he represented himself, and even winning and losing. Think about that. NCAA champ, he said it was more important the way I represented myself than winning or losing. So he wanted to be the guy that was always going hard, that was always looking to score. And look, NCAA champ. And here's the thing. Sometimes you go hard with that attitude. It's possible that attitude could have bit him. What if he would have got taken down because he was overaggressive and he would have lost? Well, he knew his why. The way he wrestled was more important than winning and losing. So even if he lost, in a sense, he still won because he fulfilled his purpose. Yes, we have a question. Anyone on the line? Star one? I thought I heard someone open the line. Yes. Yes. Uh, um, I want to ask you, uh, do you know how we would control that in the present moment, like on the mat? Sometimes a coach, they'll say, like in the moment, they'll say, give up one, not two. They'll do something like that. And then in the present moment, I, like all of a sudden, jump back from looking to pin on top and look to turn and pin. And it's it's tough. It Definitely in the present moment, it can be tough when coaches are screaming at me to do something. For sure, for sure. And that's why, yeah, you're going to want to make sure definitely you're you're doing the program. Make sure, make sure you send us over an email, do a free trial session, because obviously this is um, something we've got to address more and more. Um, our wrestlers who have the worksheets, you know, this is, this is referring to Clarity Week 2. And, it's, yeah, it is certainly related to being in the present moment. But Clarity, knowing our exact thoughts and knowing our visual images when we're on top of our wrestlers. Because, yeah, people are going to be saying stuff. You can't control what your coaches are saying, what your parents are saying, or the fans or your friends or your teammates. It's going to get loud. And they're going to yell certain things. So, in other words, we have to have an exact plan on how to do that, what exactly to focus on. So that's, yeah, that's a great example of some of the stuff that we cover, that, you know, you have that plan. You know what you're telling yourself, and we give you, we give you an image, and we give you a word or a phrase that you're going to tell yourself when you're on top. So no matter what's going on around you, you know how to override the environment. And that's so important, just override that environment that's around you. Does that make some sense? So Yes. So, so – so to, to, answer, to answer that question, speaking directly to that, have a plan. If your coach did that before, he's likely to do it again, right? The definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Well, it's kind of a similar thing when we're dealing with other people. Um, if they act a certain way, 
they're likely to do that again. So in another one of your matches, and it might be in one of those tight matches, you're going to hear the coach say something that maybe you didn't, you didn't want to hear or something that maybe makes you overthink. So instead of looking to turn or pin the man, now all of a sudden you're thinking about just holding on or possibly letting him go. So when your coach says that to you, what can you tell yourself? I'm not putting you on the spot right now. I'm just saying write it down. Have a plan because it's going to come up again. And in fact, you might want to think of a short word or phrase you could tell yourself that uh, when you're in this situation, just in general. Like when you're on top, what are you saying to yourself? And stick with that one word or that one phrase the entire time you're on top. Maybe it's pressure forward or, or break them down or look to turn. Just have a phrase you tell yourself, and this way whatever's going on around you, you could let that fade to the background and you could focus on your offense, your power offense on top, which is, of course, your best two or three moves. All right, excellent question. Very good. Anyone else? Star one, who will unmute your line. Hello? Yes. Yeah, um, you know, I have a question. Uh, so about two years ago, I was in the state fight, and uh, I lost it, you know, by some close uh, little points. And uh, ever since then, I haven't made it back. But, uh, you know, I've just been, my why, I guess, lately has been just, you know, revenge, revenge, revenge. And I like that because it hasn't, you know, I've lost that premium gas that you're talking about. And I've just been having trouble, you know, lately in these couple months really finding my why. I, I don't know how to, how to ask you guys how to. I, I got you. Okay, so finding out your why. Well, you know. Some, when, when we lose to someone, revenge, yeah, that is a powerful motivator, right? But, but again, I would say that that isn't the exact, that, that's not the optimal fuel. And the reason why is because we're focusing too much on the other guy. It's almost like prey mentality. It seems like it's predator because we have someone in our mind, but the way we define predator and prey is, is focusing on things that are within your control, your effort, your attitude, your aggressiveness. And when we think about just beating someone else, even like I really don't even like having a rival because if you see in rivalry games in all sports, in football and baseball, a lot of times you see funny things happen with the rivals because they get it in their head. Like it's like in college football, like Navy and Army, it's like maybe Navy's a much better team and sometimes Army gets them. Because, I mean, it's not every year. I'm just, you know, throwing things out there. But it may happen and it's like, why? Because the one team put too much in their head on the rivalry. And, and you don't want to be trying extra hard. Some people will say, well, they're, when they face their rival, they try extra hard. And it's like, no, why weren't you trying extra hard already? You know, there should be no change in how we compete, no matter who we're going against. So I would think about defining your why in terms of you, not just revenge. I'm not saying that can't be a powerful motivator. There's many great athletes who have used revenge. Like, I want to get this guy. Like, that fuels you. That gets you to do those extra workouts fight through those days where you're lazy or bored or tired, right? It's not saying you can't have that as, as a motivator. It's just there's got to be more than that. You know, dig a little bit deeper. Why are you wrestling? What do you want to get out of the sport? What are you trying to get out of yourself? You know, a lot of us wrestle because we like the challenge or we love the challenge. I have to believe that's true with most of our, most of our callers and just most wrestlers because wrestling is just too hard to do if you don't like a challenge. So think about it like that. You know, define your why in terms of you. Really good question. All right, do we have anyone else? Anyone else I could help? Yeah, I actually got more question. Sure, sure. 
Yeah, is it uh, is it wrong to have your why? Like, is it wrong to achieve your goals and your reason being why is for someone else or for for a group of people? Because wouldn't that be adding pressure on yourself? If if you're thinking about other people, you mean like looking good in front of other people? No, no. Or impressing no, other people? Um, well, like if you want to win a state championship, I guess for your family because they sacrifice so much or for your school because it's a tradition or something like something like that. Yeah, so, okay, so, and again, I, there's really no right or wrong. Like like I said, I'd, I'd say there's there's things that are more effective and purer fuel, you know, so when you say, like, of course, we want to do well because we want to make our family proud and because, sure, our family has sacrificed also, right? Um, yeah. We want to be successful because our coaches put in a lot of time. We want, we do want to make our coaches proud. We want, we want them to feel like, you know, that that their time was worth it, right? I, I'm not saying that 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 can't be in your mind a little bit. That might help you push a little bit harder. You know, if if you lose a match, if if you lose a match, and now you're in the like, let's say your goal is to be a state champ, and you get knocked into the consolations, you lose a match. That that might help you um, bounce back. So it's like, hey, I'm not just going to quit. There's other people involved here. My coach is putting a lot of time, my parents, my family, my friends, um, my workout partners. So that might push you after like a loss. That might push you after a difficult day or you're bored. You're like, hey, there's other people behind me. And that is a lot of people's uh, motivator. I would just say there's probably a pure, more optimal fuel, you know. So I would, I would think in terms of what it, is that, what it is that you're trying to accomplish. Like what are the things that you believe? What are your values? That's why it's hard to talk about this without, without talking about faith, morals, and values because if you know who you are as a person, this lesson becomes very easy, right? If we don't know who we are and, and why we exist and, and why we're here, it's hard. It's a hard question. We almost, we almost, have, to, we almost have to default to other people, right? So um, just think in terms of, of your morals and your values and your, and your faith. Like why do you believe you're here? Why do you believe you're doing what you're doing? You know, it's not saying that family and friends can't be a powerful motivator, right? Like, it's not saying that, you know, even just saying, I want to be the best wrestler in the state. I want to be the best wrestler in the world. That's a powerful motivator, you know? And, and even to an extent, wanting to look good in, in front of other people, it does motivate us, right? But again, the reason why I look at those things as more prey mindset is because it's not optimal fuel, right? Our eyes, our eyes are kind of on other people, which is very often a distraction. And in fact, when you think about it in practice, when when you um when you're wrestling live in practice, you're usually not thinking about your family, friends, coaches, and teammates, right? So that if you're going to think about it, think about it in practice too. Don't just change it for a match. Don't think about representing your family, friends, and and coaches a match day, but not in practice. Does that make some sense? Yeah. yeah. All right. So yeah, that optimal fuel. Really trying to look at it. What 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 your purpose is? Great question. Very good. Anyone else? Uh, how are you doing, Coach? Hey, how's it going? Um, so recently, uh, I, I had a pretty uh, so I so I had a match, and um, uh, you know, in my first uh, two minutes, I, I was doing well on attacking, and then um, I got scored on, and then I got out, and then uh, I got scored on again pretty quickly. So then I kind of transferred from, like, the predator mindset to, like, damage control, just, like, minimizing. Like, I wasn't wrestling to win. I was wrestling for, like, damage control. You know what I mean? Any other tips for preventing that transition in mindset? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think sometimes when we think about wrestling to win, wrestling to win is not really predator mindset. And the reason why is because I'm assuming, I'm assuming when you're out there, you're trying to win already. You know, um, predator mindset is actually more focusing on things that are directly in your control. Okay. Um, like I said, your effort going 100%, your attitude staying positive the whole time, and your aggressiveness. You're going to keep going the whole match. You're going to keep taking chances the whole match. So when you look at it from that perspective, even if you're getting beat bad, like real bad, that's, you could still be a predator mindset. You could lose the match and still have a predator mindset because you were positive the whole time. You were aggressive the whole time. You were taking shots. You were trying to get out, right? And, and, you, um, and you were going 100%. There was no quit in you. Even if you get beat, you know, 12 nothing. If you were moving the whole time and you were really trying, you were taking shots, you were trying to get out on bottom, you were trying to turn them when you were on top, that's a predator, you know? So we really want to get away from thinking in terms of winning and losing. If, if you focus on those things that, that you have control over, you're much more likely to win. All right. That's why I really don't like having winning at the forefront of our minds. Does that make some sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. Thank you. All right. No problem. Happy to help. It's, it's not easy, guys. I know, guys and girls on the call, I know it's not easy. We, we tend to think in terms of the outcome. So that's something that we at Wrestling Mindset, we train you not to do. And that's why you want to have your own mindset, Coach. So when the going gets tough during the season, you have some losses, you have bad matches, you have someone that's constantly in your ear on a regular basis telling you, reminding you, it's not about the wins and the losses. And again, all of our mindset coaches are former college-level wrestlers. So they've had high-level success that a lot, of our, a lot of our callers are looking for. So make sure you, you go up on our website, www.wrestlingmindset.com. Sign up for the free trial session. It's not too late for the season ends. Let's get this stuff under control. You have your mindset coach. We'll take you through all these worksheets. Again, all these questions, and these are great questions, they all get addressed in the program. So it's like you could call Mindset Monday every week and hope that, you know, the questions get answered, or you could be proactive about it. With the program, you'll have all these questions answered. All right. Great stuff tonight. We're going to be back again at 10 p.m. for our Spiritual Strength Conference call. I invite you to stick around. We'd love to have you. And again, next week, same place, same channel, Mindset Monday, 9 p.m. Eastern, every Monday night. Mindset Monday, Wrestling Mindset. I'm Gene Zanetti, your coast-to-coast -coast mindset coach. We'll see you soon. Take care. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 